Hello and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I'm Kim Dunaway. Before I begin to embark on bringing you one podcast a week on health and diet and one podcast a week on yoga, I thought it would be good to answer the question, why yoga? I talked somewhat about my fitness background in a previous podcast and I said that the journey to yoga was different and the subject of another podcast. So let's talk about that today. When I first became a fitness instructor in 2011, I was not doing yoga. I had no interest in doing yoga. I did not understand the point of yoga. Like a lot of people, before they ever come and take a class, It seems like something either for hippies, old people, seems boring, or if you're watching Instagram these days and see all the crazy poses that people do, it seems far too advanced for the average person, more like something out of Cirque du Soleil. So my journey to yoga really started with beach body workouts. And the first one I did was a program called Shailene Extreme, which was a weightlifting program. And I chose that program at the time because I was doing a lot of Zumba, so I was doing a lot of cardio, but I wasn't getting any strength training in. And so this particular program, it's a 90-day program. I think it was five or six days a week of workouts. And you had basically two strength workouts a week, one muscular endurance workout, and then maybe like a cardio, and then like a, a stretching workout. So when I did the stretching workout, when it came time for it that first week, that was the first time I really understood the point of yoga, at least at that point of my life. The stretching all of a sudden made a lot of sense. And it's really funny because when I used to do my home workouts, my Denise Austin, Mina, different people that I did, the firm, I usually always skipped the stretching portion at the end, (laughs) which is absurd. And I'd always complain the next day about being sore and what have you. And it never connected to me until I started actually doing the stretching portions of the workout and then this whole day of stretching that I had here. And I was like, huh, this kind of, I kind of get it. And so I had met someone at Turbo Kick Training that was a yoga instructor and I'd hooked her up with Uh, the studio owner at a place I was teaching at at the time and so she started teaching yoga classes on Sunday and hers was the first yoga class that I had ever been to live. I went to it the following Sunday instead of doing the stretch workout I went to her yoga class and I found myself very easily being able to do some of the moves or at least so I thought anyway and I kind of liked it so I went back a couple of other times. I didn't do it regularly, but it was my first exposure to yoga and I definitely benefited from the stretching. And so with each other subsequent programs that I did, I always included the stretching component. So fast forward just a few months later to when I started teaching Pio. So I did, I started the Beachbody workout in February of 2012, started teaching Pio in November of that same year. And so here I am teaching a 
yoga type class with my one day of training. And I added a relaxation component toward to the end of class because I remembered that from the yoga class that I took. And at this point, that studio instructor who had opened a Zumba studio had closed that studio and now had opened up a yoga studio downtown. And I had a chance to take her class before I started teaching Pio as well too. And so I would add a little bit of and I don't really know where it come from, some kind of spiritual wisdom that I would add on my own to the end of these classes with, again, no background at all. And of course, again, I had no real idea what I was doing teaching these classes either. I started out with a few notes, with a lot of music from soundtracks, <laughs> and that's kind of where I started. And at that point, I had no desire to become a yoga teacher. I didn't see the point. I was already doing a lot of the same moves, right? The breath and all that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And it was so expensive to go to yoga teacher training. I had paid $159 to get trained in Pio. And I made that up my first month of teaching. So fast forward to the summer of 2013. So just a few months later, I had started dating again after a long hiatus and dating was always extremely stressful for me. And so I was stressed out from this. I was in my last semester of finishing up my nutrition degree at the local college here. And I was teaching a lot of classes, so I had a lot going on. And I was really into fitness at this point in time. And one of my church friends recommended that I try hot yoga. There had been a studio that had opened up in town not too long before and he thought it was really, really a great workout. And I was somewhat intrigued. It took me a while to get there, but I finally got there in the summer of 2013. And it completely changed my life. I was, like I said, extremely stressed out at the time. So I come there for a workout and I get a good workout. But what I left with was this sense of calm that I had not experienced for some time and I had to experience it again. So I started going to classes regularly on Tuesday and Thursday mornings when they had $5 drop-ins until they created a affordable studio membership where I could attend classes at other times. And it wasn't long by the fall that I started to get the bug to teach yoga. And again, I couldn't afford to do a teacher training at that point in time because they were, you know, $2,500, dollars $3,000. I had just finished school. I had cost way more money than I had anticipated. So for the first time in my life, I had a significant amount of debt. And so the last thing that I had time to do um, that I could justify was doing a yoga training. Not to mention, I had just started practicing yoga. And most teacher trainings recommended that you had at least a year, if not two years, of practicing yoga before you become a teacher. So I put it on the back burner. I actually went to a work-related conference a few months later. It was October, it was Halloween. It was Halloween of, of 2013. And I met with this girl who worked for Himalayan Institute. They were there at a health food conference 
selling neti pots and, and different things, but she was a, a yoga teacher and had studied with Rod Stryker and all of these different people. And so we, we talked about neti pots for about three minutes and we talked about yoga for about 20. And she encouraged me to take classes with other people and go to yoga journal conference, which I ultimately did and, and really encouraged me and said a lot of good things to me along with another teacher locally that really sat with me and so for me a yoga training became something that I was on my bucket list something I was going to get to eventually it wasn't something that I was going to do soon but life is funny and when the student is ready the teacher will come and that same studio that I spoke of, of taking a class at with the studio owner that I used to work for she decided to start a teacher training in the fall of 2014 by then, I had paid a significant amount of my debt off at the time and was able to pay cash for the yoga training. And so I just did it. Everything had fallen into place. I had an employee or a couple of employees at the time that could work on Saturdays, which was another issue at the time, getting the time off to be able to attend teacher training. And so everything kind of fell in place. The planets aligned for me to attend yoga teacher training. And here I was, two years after starting Pio, finally getting the training that I needed to be teaching a yoga, an actual yoga class. And at this point, I was teaching Pio at a couple of different gyms and subbed at the local Y that was here also. So I was teaching quite a bit. And that experience really helped me. But with yoga teacher training, you go into it thinking that you're going to learn all about alignment and anatomy and how to sequence a class and assist and adjustments and all of those are components but it's such a small part of the training yoga teacher training is completely life-changing and a lot of times you're just not even prepared for it i came out of it such a different person and i'm constantly changing of course but so much of the positive changes that have happened in my life in the last five years i attribute a lot to my yoga practice, my yoga training, my continuing education that I continue to do with yoga. And so as we delve into yoga on the podcast, it's because it's become such a huge part of me because yoga is so much more mind than it is body, more than you realize. So we're going to start out doing a 10 part series on the niyamas and yamas. So when people think about yoga, they think about the poses. And there are eight limbs to yoga. One limb is the physical practice, the poses. But there are seven other limbs to yoga. So it's just one eighth of a big pie. And so yamas is another eighth, and niyamas is another eighth. And so in discussing those, we're going to be able to start to look at the much bigger picture of yoga. And these are the ethics of yoga. Some people contrast them to the Ten Commandments in Christianity. So it's gonna be really fun to delve into those and start to look at applying them to our life because as I've mentioned so much on the podcast, so much of our health, so much of our diet really comes down to our mentality, our ability to be able to change our behavior. And in order to do that, our mind has to be in a better place than it is 
when we try to start whatever the journey is that we're on. So I look forward to sharing these with you and to going through these 10 different podcasts with you. And then of course we'll blossom and go from there. So thanks so much for listening to my story about my journey to yoga. And I look forward to jumping in very soon with more.